Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Mercy Talk podcast from Mercy Multiplied, where we are passionate about empowering you with biblical principles for growing in mental, emotional, and spiritual health and equipping you to share those principles with others. I am Melanie Wise, and joining me on this episode is the amazing Dr. Brooke Keels. And we are in the middle of a series on Mercy Talks centered around the topic of breaking free from bitterness, resentment, and unforgiveness. And so far in this series, we have talked about why forgiveness really matters. And in our last episode, we talked about how important it is in the forgiveness process to to truly grieve our hurts. And today, we're going to unpack what forgiveness is and what forgiveness is not, because there really does seem to be a load of misconceptions about forgiveness. And sadly, so many of those misconceptions really are what hold people back in their willingness to walk out forgiveness, which ultimately is holding them back from living in freedom. And so we hope today's episode encourages you and gives you some new insight on this very important topic. We are so glad that you've joined us and hope that you enjoy today's episode. Well, hey, Brooke. Hello. Back at it. We're here. We're doing it. I... I have a feeling that this is going to be a fun one for you because this today's episode is unpacking a lot of the things that you get to teach at every empower. That's so good. (laughs) And by get to teach, I mean, you have threatened my life. If I ever were to take this teaching from you. It's true. Wow. It might be extreme. Yeah. But I was very, I'd be very upset. (laughs) You would be. and I don't want to deal with that. I'm not interested in dealing with very upset, Brooke. Um, Fair. Yeah, I, I do. I love I love this stuff so much. So. Well, and I think probably one of the reasons that you love talking about this specific stuff that we're going to unpack today, and I would agree with, is because as, um, as I said in introducing this episode, I mean, the church has kind of gotten this one wrong uh-huh. in a lot of yeah. in a lot of areas. And by the church, you know, I'm always meaning broadly because I just think there are some things that have been kind of taught I don't even know if they've been taught but they're just like these ideas and misconceptions about forgiveness that have gotten attached to this topic that are like not like where did you get that right (laughs) where did you hear that where in scripture did you uh take that one and so the whole point of this episode and really what we often will unpack at our empower workshops is like here's some just common myths here are some misconceptions about this and these are so important because they hold people back yeah they're like i'm not interested in forgiveness if that's what that is right you know so that's why it matters yeah that's right one of the things that i think we is a very common misconception is that somehow walking out forgiveness is going to make me immediately feel better about the things that have been done to me and I think one of the things that we have to be reminded of is that it is first and foremost, forgiveness is a choice. Yeah. It is something that we choose to do. It is very rarely led by a feeling. Right. Or because it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. There's that part of us that just wants justice. I mean, and that's a, that is a, you know, for us to sometimes think that like, that's not a God given thing. No, that is an app. That is a, characteristic of God, like he is a God of justice. So the fact that we want justice is a part of the reflection of God inside of us. That's not something to be ashamed of, but there's that justice part of us that sometimes doesn't like this idea of forgiveness because forgiveness doesn't seem fair. Right. It's like they did something bad. They wounded me. They hurt me. 
and that's not fair. Therefore, they shouldn't they shouldn't receive my forgiveness. Like that's not. And so I think for us to just start off by recognizing that that is a very real experience. And that's why forgiveness is not a natural response. It is a supernatural response. And we have got to have the power of the Holy Spirit. I don't know how anybody forgives without Holy Spirit. I just don't know how. I don't either. I guess it's a thing. But I, like to me, it doesn't make sense that I would not be able to have the Holy Spirit's power behind me to walk this process of forgiveness out. And right. I loved, um, in Lisa Turker's book on forgiveness, she unpacked this in a really just unique way. She, she said that I only need to bring my willingness to forgive, yep. not the fullness of my restored feelings. Yep. And, and she talked about how in her process and in her story, she said, whatever, for whatever my feelings didn't allow, the work of Jesus on the cross would cover. And it may be years. It may take years mm-hmm. for my feelings to be sorted out, for me to you know, have experienced healing in those areas, but the decision of forgiveness didn't have to wait on all of that to happen. Absolutely. That was part of the process. Yeah. I think it's the beginning part of the process. I mean, there are times that I often, I mean, I am such a justice person. I know you know this about me, Um, but often the only feeling I will have around forgiveness is I know that this is affecting me and I am not, sometimes it's even that, like I will not let the injustice of this <laughs> terrible person affect me yeah. <laughs> more. And yeah. so sometimes it's they just don't that. Get this whole, yeah, they don't get yeah. and that's kind of my fair, you know fair. my rebellion <laughs> with forgiveness. But yeah, I mean that's yeah. so sometimes that is just the feeling of like this is affecting me. I don't want it to affect me. So I've got to walk through forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And that again, and that mm-hmm. in no way means I need to, you know, be all right with them. And so, right. um, and I know people, I ever feel like every time I teach this, somebody's like, what, you know, so let's, uh, talk yeah. about it a little bit more. So, uh, yeah, no, but that's yeah. so good because even in you saying that, mm-hmm. I don't feel great about this person. Mm-hmm. I don't feel great about what's happened, but I'm going to make a choice because I refuse to allow this thing to hold me, hold me back back yes and to allow this person honestly they've already done enough damage like they don't get to continue to affect my life going forward in that way so yeah. i don't think there's anything wrong with that yeah i mean that feels exactly what we're talking about it's a choice it's a choice and then you know i'll let the lord soften whatever he needs to but initially yeah, happens it comes i'm you know That's right. coming in hot so um <laughs> The, the, so all that to say, like it, forgiveness is an active process, right? This is not a one-time prayer, just like, you know, Lisa Turkers talked about. And, and, and again, I mean, talking Mm -hmm. about her journey is quite, quite important. And, you Mm -hmm. know, yeah, it's just, okay, am I willing to do it? I see the need to do it. I understand that it's not about this other person and, you know, and, and knowing that it's a process, there are going to be seasons of your life that you feel like, okay, I've really done some stuff. Maybe you're not even reconciled with them. You know, it doesn't mean you're in relationship mm-hmm. anymore. Maybe you are like, I, it doesn't really matter, but then there's going to be another season of life that, that you may have to walk through more forgiveness because you couldn't mm-hmm. have known you needed more. Right. So if you've had a rough family life or just some hurtful things with parents and you walk through forgiveness with them. And then all of a sudden, when you have your own kids, all of this stuff pops up, 
right? Often people are like, oh, like, you know, mm-hmm. and the enemy's like, well, you didn't forgive anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, you didn't forgive anything. That's not true. You could not have known what it yep. would feel like to be parenting your own kids, right? So you're in this new season and that's an exciting thing. Stuff's coming up. Mm-hmm. That means you get to heal more now in this context. And so, you know, yep. I, I encourage people to see that as, okay, like, obviously you hate to feel uncomfortable and, you know, I, but life is not about feeling comfortable, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. so, you know, being like, okay, oh, good, there's mm-hmm. more. And I know how to do this because I did it before, right? And and yeah. honoring the, yep. the journey that you already made. And so it is an active process. Um, it does yep. not result in instant uh, healing from all emotions. You may still be hurt. You might still be upset. You may still be processing and grieving um, the mm-hmm. things that happened. And so it does not automatically remove your anger, your sadness, your frustration, your doubt, and your fear. So what I, what I have to do, what I encourage other people to do is think about some a place that has actually had forgiveness in your life. And think on what did that actually, what did that feel like, right? And if people attribute mm-hmm. that to, well, then I was okay with them, then I, mm-hmm. I challenge that. That's not the forgiveness part, right? Mm-hmm. It can be a, it can be a, a fruit of that potentially, but that's not the forgiveness mm-hmm. part. So sometimes we don't even know how we feel when we've forgiven, right? So how do I know? Mm-hmm. And and I have to assess. There's actually somebody I'm really mad at right now, so I can talk about this some. And so <laughs> yesterday was the day I was like, I'm not gonna this let real time. idiot have anything to do with anything. Clearly, I have not walked through all that yet. Uh, I don't know that they won't be an idiot later. I can't, I can't say, you know, like I can't, I don't know. Um, TBD. Yeah, we'll see. But all that, you know, but I think it's important that, that we go like, what is forgiveness with me still being frustrated look like? You know, mm-hmm. what is the line of where there's poison in my heart and I'm allowing the enemy to manipulate yeah. and do things. And, and I know my thoughts pretty well. And so I can kind of figure it out or I'm like, eh, I haven't, I haven't, I've got to sit in some, I've got to walk through forgiveness because this is, this is bad. This isn't good. Yeah. And you know, they're not thinking about me at all. Yeah. And it's, you know, I'm not getting one over on anybody because I, Sure. You know, and mad. So anyway, so just kind of, and, and sometimes it's big stuff. Sometimes it's little stuff, but it's forgiveness is an active part of life. Just like I think grieving is right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so anyway, so as you continue though, to make that choice to forgive, the Lord honors that obedience, right? And he helps your heart begin to shift. He helps your feelings shift over time where maybe it's, you know, we're just not hurting every time we hear about them or think about them. Or, you know what I mean? Like, and that's a, that's a yes. process too. There are going to yes. be seasons of that that come back and forth, but there just isn't the sting that was there mm-hmm. before. It just doesn't have that power mm-hmm. in our lives anymore. And and we have to continuously reposture our hearts to a place of forgiveness over and over mm-hmm. until the work is complete. And it's, again, though, it is not about that person. It is about the hurt that we felt, the agreements that we made in that the way that it changed how we saw the world, you know, all of that. And so that is between us and the Lord. That's it. Mm -hmm. It just truly Mm -hmm. is about us and the Lord. And when it keeps being made about the other person, I would suggest or can, you know, ask us to consider that maybe that's not forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. which is so, Oh my goodness. Like, I just think that this is probably maybe the one of the most common things that I've thought or that I have heard is I haven't forgiven them because I'm still mad right? or I can't forgive them because right. I'm still mad or it still hurts so much. So clearly I haven't forgiven them. And I just think that is 
that this might be one of the most common mm-hmm. myths or misconceptions about it is that these have to go hand in hand. And it's like, uh, or you hear people say like, how do I know I've forgiven? Right. How do I even know if I've done that? Well, I don't know. You probably have a better answer to this than I do, but I'm just like, did you make the choice again today to do it? Right. Then you're on a good road. Right. And that also implies that there is an absolute ending point. Mm-hmm. How do I know if I have forgiven as if it was a past right. thing and it's not an ongoing process? And I just would kind of like push back a little bit on that idea of just thinking like that there might not be this point where it's like it is completely sealed up, over and done, no way ever again will I ever feel anything bad or pain or anger or hurt about this thing. And I just don't know. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if that happens this yeah, I mean, I, and I think it, it depends, right? I think for the most part, walking in forgiveness, right? This act of, of doing that and living a yep. life of forgiveness. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of things that do. It's just like, okay. Mm-hmm. Then there's going to be other things where this person is still a jerk, right? Or this person is still doing things I'm not okay with. But what forgiveness allows you to do is to honestly assess the boundaries that need to be put in place that allow mm-hmm. you to protect yourself, that allow you to heal from that. And and maybe their behaviors then, and I'm not talking about abuse, okay, just functioning in life, don't have the impact that they did anymore, mm-hmm. right? It's not mm-hmm. like every time I, this person does something, I'm just enraged, right? And so it is important to pay attention to our emotions, but that doesn't mean that you're not forgiving or have forgiven or in the process of mm-hmm. doing that. You know, you may Mm -hmm. be actively working on it. And sometimes it's like, look, every time I'm with them, I just spiral. Okay, then it sounds Mm -hmm. like you might need to take a break so you can heal Mm -hmm. from those things, right? What is paying attention to how you respond is more about, all right, Lord, what do I need to do with this? Is there a pause Mm -hmm. that needs to occur? And it's all about leaning more into what the Lord has for our hearts and not about this other person, Right. Mm -hmm. And so, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. so for me, that's typically how it is. I'm not okay with them still being a jerk, but it doesn't affect me the way that it did before. Right. I don't let it spill out. That's when I notice when it spills out Mm -hmm. into other areas of my life Mm -hmm. with my own family. So maybe instead of me confronting the person that needs to be confronted, because I'm kind of tying in boundaries and grief and all that in this together, Instead of doing that, I'm just a jerk to everybody in my house, you know, or what, like, that's a problem. So it's, it's paying attention to that. To me, that's unforgiveness. But, you know, it's funny because sometimes I'll talk about something that frustrates me. And when someone's like, well, have you forgiven them? I'm like, I'm one going to punch you. I'm going to punch you in the face Uh about that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know, maybe working on it. Right. And so I think it's just because something irritates you or frustrates you or you're not okay with something. You know, I work with people that are hurt by other people all the time. I'm not okay that they're hurt, but if I let Mm -hmm. that sit into unforgiveness, then I am just spewing poison. Those are two different things. But for, for us to go, you know, it's fine that your dad abused you because we have to walk and forgive. That's absurd. That's absolutely Mm -hmm. absurd. We're not supposed to be okay Mm -hmm. with those things, but it doesn't have to poison my heart that I see hard things every day. Yes. Right. And and I think you saying that, no, it's so good because I just think then what we're able to say is, Hey, whenever I notice, and I think a lot of people, I mean, even halfway self-aware people know when there's like full on bitterness in their heart towards another person, Mm -hmm. like there's just this, like just deep seated, resentment yeah and towards it another spews person. out everywhere like, yeah 
Hey, maybe and, maybe there's just maybe it doesn't mean you did or didn't forgive. It just means there's more work to be done. Yeah. And that's okay. Right. Like and so to say like and and it's hard to separate forgiveness from all of the other keys that we always talk about with freedom, like yeah. renewing the mind, healing hurts. They're all one in the same. So the impact of the hurt that this person had was that I made agreements and I needed to walk a process of renewing the mind. Like they all go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. But this piece of forgiveness is really just ultimately like saying like, I I will not hold you responsible now for everything that I'm now suffering with because of what you have done. And I'm I'm not going to demand anymore that you be punished or that you be made to suffer because of what you've done. Mm -hmm. And like releasing that judgment, releasing that Pete, like that is ultimately where it goes. But that is an ongoing it's an ongoing process, and I would also say it is ultimately an act of obedience because Jesus Jesus did make it pretty pretty black and white. Yep. I'm like, if there is something that is pretty clear in Scripture, it's yeah. like you need to do this. You this is going to be really, really, really good for you. It. Yeah. And yeah, like <laughs> yeah. literally put data. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So to say, and you know, we talked about this some in our last episode, so I'll unpack it again, but just understanding that there's a reason God made it black and white. There's a reason that he commanded it because he just knows what it does for our souls. He knows the healing that's on the other side of it. And so, yes, it's a process. It's a decision. It's an act of obedience, but it's all because there is really beautiful things on the other side of it. And so, um, you know, that those are just some of the big things, but I know that we also unpack some of the more specifics that um, I'll let you take the, first one on okay all right um so yeah there are, we've kind of already hit it i know we'll talk i'll, I'll, I'll move through it i'll move through it, quickly. All of it i'll try well <laughs> i'll try um there <laughs> there are a lot of teachings i think and a lot of beliefs in big c church uh about forgiveness mm-hmm. that are just frankly not true and um this is uh, you know one of my favorite things to talk through it in power mm-hmm. um but you know this idea that if i forgive them then I am saying what they did was okay. And I feel like that is such an, a childlike adolescent mindset, right? Like mm. that, that I've got to, to, you know, um, if I do this, then I have to be okay with what, you know, them taking my toy or whatever the thing is. And that's not a criticism. Yeah. I just think it's, this is not forgiveness has not been well discipled in the church. Let me just say that that mm-hmm. is what I believe or, you know, yep. overall. Um, and so forgiveness is not saying that the other person's choice to hurt you was okay, right? It is literally mm-hmm. just choosing to surrender it, allowing God to be the God of justice and allowing him to do his thing. And, and for me, that is a big deal. Again, as a justice person, you know, I know I, that's when I can tell a, a part with me is like when I like kind of want something bad to happen to somebody that hurt me that I probably need to. <laughs> I need to talk to you, you know, cause there's things like, like, no, I'm fine. You know, they're just like dead to me. And then I'll think like, if something like bad happened, you know, to them, not like they died or anything. Okay. I'm not talking about that. Like, but just, you yeah, know, let's not get too crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nothing, right. nothing like that, you know, that I would say on a podcast. And so I think that, you know, when something, and if I'm like, I mean, I wouldn't hate it if they, I'm just making this up, lost their job, you know, like which uh-huh. terrible crappy things. You know, I'm like, oh, that doesn't feel like forgiveness, right? We should probably probably dig in. 
know if that's in the heart of God. Yeah, I'm hundred percent sure it's not. Um, and so, you know, and and Lisa Tarkars on a more serious note has a has a great quote from her book, and it's that forgiveness is giving up the right to demand that the one who hurts you pay you back or be made to suffer for what they've done. Um, and so that's a good quote for for me often. Um, but the the deal, and she says God will handle this, and even if you never uh-huh. see how God handles it you know that he will, right? So that's our faith in him and trusting him, not in the outcomes he gives us, right? And and what you get is the freedom to move on. And at the mm-hmm. end of the day, if we want pain for them more than we want to move on, that mm-hmm. sits with us, right? That's our mm-hmm. own stuff. And again, between us and the Lord doesn't really have anything to do with them, mm-hmm. you know? Um, mm-hmm. So there you go. <sighs> yeah. I mean, and so, okay, here's another one that I will say I kind of, I probably gave it to myself on purpose because it sounds ridiculous, but I have thought a version of this many times. Yeah. (laughs) And that is Uh that if I don't forgive them, then I can have some form of revenge. And maybe revenge is too strong of a word, but it's like if I... At least make them very uncomfortable. I'm going to make them so uncomfortable. I'm going to be so passive, aggressive, yeah. like a good Enneagram 9 mm-hmm. is. I'm not an Enneagram 9, but that's it's strong. It's a strong wing. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to. So passive aggressive is, is, man, that's where I go. And if I can just make them feel like Melanie's mad at me, mm-hmm. then there you go. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. Like, I, and I know... Like, it sounds ridiculous, but I do it. I do it. I will be like, they, there's that, again, the justice part of you that's like, they don't deserve my forgiveness. They don't, they don't deserve my kindness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) They don't, as if I do. Right. (laughs) I somehow deserve the goodness and the kindness of the God of the universe. I deserve it. Yeah. They don't. Like, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. Like, when you just logically look at it. But it's where I go. Yeah. It's it's where my flesh goes, I'm telling you. And so I just think when we can just go back to the fact that unforgiveness turns into bitterness and resentment inside yeah. of us. If you like go back and listen to our first episode of the series, we we unpack that. It living in unforgiveness only increases and multiplies the pain that we feel and even worse it starts projecting out onto everybody that we actually really love and care about that had nothing to do with the offense and so and you know the most epic quote on this one is i think is joyce myers i'm pretty sure i think we just decided it was her i think we did because i feel like this is one of them that i looked up because i'm like is it really a joyce meyer quote and i think there are 500 people that have uh been attributed to this quote well then we i don't know who said it it but it's too good yeah Joyce, it is yours. Uh, but it's it's that idea of withholding forgiveness is like drinking poison and waiting for the other person to die. And it's true. It's like I have decided that I'm going to hurt this other person by not forgiving them. It's absurd. It's just, that's just not how it works, y'all. Right. And to really remember, and this is from Lisa Turkers. She, she talks about this. I've probably referenced it in every episode at this point. But the people that have hurt us have caused us enough pain. Like they've done enough damage, they've taken enough. And yes, of course, like the person who hurt us should have to pay for their offense. They should have to pay for all of these crimes that they've committed against you. And you shouldn't have to be the one to pay for them. Like you shouldn't have to be the one to pay for the damage that someone else caused. 
But trying to get revenge or trying to somehow cause them pain is is ultimately like paying twice for this hurt that someone has caused us. And so you think that getting back at them is going to somehow make you feel better. But in the long term, it causes you more pain. It hurts you more emotionally, more spiritually than you'd ever want to have to pay. And so there's just it, this does not end well for you to try to somehow enact some form of revenge. You are going to end up hurting more because of it. And so I think just keeping that in mind of like, even if it does somehow cause them some sort of discomfort, you are paying twice. You're paying double <laughs> for the pain that's been caused. And so I just think ultimately remembering that, um, and I have to remind myself of that all the time. Like, is it worth it? Mm-hmm. Like me trying to hold this thing over this person, it hurts me more, it hurts them. Is it really worth it? Right. <laughs> On the back end. And half the time, as you've already said, right. they don't even remember. Right. They've forgotten about you. Sometimes they haven't. I'm not gonna say that's always the case, but you trying to somehow hurt someone back or hold this over them is doing nobody any good yep. and it's keeping you stuck. That's it's exactly just not worth right. it. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'll just myself. leave that. To, Literally saying this to myself know, right now. I know. It's such a. <laughs> Melanie, remember. <laughs> it's such a fun yeah. thing. Especially, yeah. You passive aggressive people. Y'all really. I know. We're the absolute yeah. worst. <laughs> we're the scum of the earth. <laughs> I just, but it is funny that there's somehow like, because I subtly am not nice to you today, you know? Oh, I hate it. It's so dumb. I'm a bull in a giant closet if I'm pissed or ticked off. Excuse me. I don't think I can say that. I apologize. Um, All right. No, I'd rather that. I'd rather the bull than the passive aggressive. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's as far as being the recipient. Yet I still give it. Yeah. What it Mm -hmm. is. No, Mm -hmm. that's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, That was my theory. If people are passive aggressive with me, I'm like, if you don't care enough to tell me you're upset, then I don't care enough to care or ask. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. I'll go, you good? And if someone's like, yes, I'm like, great. Then I'm moving on. Good. Moving on. Let me know. You should (laughs) put us in our place. No, yeah. Just, just so anyway but that's oh, why i get we, a, i get that's another well. episode yeah another episode um mm-hmm. so just another another myth though that that i think is causes so much bondage is that i can't forgive until the person is sorry and asks me to forgive mm-hmm. them and i will just tell you over and over and over and over and over again that your freedom can never be dependent on someone else doing the right thing. If your freedom only happens because someone else acts right, you will never be free, right? Mm -hmm. Forgiveness allows you to release the offense and the burden, whether or not they ever apologize. Mm Because once again, not about them, right? And Mm -hmm. I think that is just so important. How much of of our freedom have we given away to other people um, Mm -hmm. being in unforgiveness? You know, Mm -hmm. Um, the other uh, one is that if I forgive someone, they have to remain a part of my life. And it is really important to note that forgiveness and reconciliation are two completely different things. Um, mm-hmm. forgiveness may be the start of reconciliation, but there are times that reconciliation isn't possible or isn't healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and even when reconciliation is possible, uh, 
there may need to be a lot of work in that relationship, right? So, so if I'm working with, and I'll just pick this, you know, with a couple and one of them's had multiple affairs. Okay. One's bad enough, but let's just say multiple, the process Mm -hmm. of reconciling them can, it is a long process and forgiveness Mm -hmm. is going to be layered in that, but it doesn't mean that the spouse who was hurt, you know, or whatever that was like, they can be forgiving in that at the beginning point and also say, I'm not going to be in a relationship with someone that's going to cheat on me. (laughs) You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, so what are we going to do about Mm -hmm. this? So forgiving someone and walking through forgiveness at whatever makes sense in that process of grief, right. Is, has nothing to do with what it looks like to help people reconcile um, relationship. And then there's going to be times when someone they're not alive anymore, right? There is no, Mm -hmm. and so many people are like, I can never forgive my, mom dad sister brother whatever because they passed mm-hmm. away it's like oh, yeah. oh okay well no, 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 so no. yeah let's not <laughs> let's not do that let's not forever be in bondage no, no. you know and so right. again not about them yeah. and so walking somebody through that process of healing um yeah when someone's not a part of your life at all or isn't around to ask you to forgive them and maybe doesn't care that they hurt you in any way mm-hmm. um they're not mm-hmm. thinking about you at all and, you know, and so I think, yeah, it's just really important that we think through like the, the places that we don't forgive or haven't forgiven, how much of that is connected to some of these myths, especially those two, I think. Um, yeah, so for sure. I'm actually really looking forward to um, an episode we have coming in this series that we've never really done any sort of kind of deep dive on is in this idea of like forgiving people. I can't remember what we've titled it, but it's like forgiving people you're stuck with. Basically, it's like, what about those toxic people in your life or the people who continue to wound you over and over that you literally can't escape? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's a spouse, maybe it's a child, maybe it's a parent, maybe it's a boss. You know, it's like the people that you are stuck with right. in life at some level, at some level. And what does it look like to walk in forgiveness? draw the right kind of boundaries so that, you know, they don't just continue to have that kind of impact and wounded wounding on your life. Anyway, it's a whole show coming y'all. So, um, it's going to be interesting to dive into that because that's a reality for some people. They're like, yeah, the person who's wounding me the most right now is my spouse. What am I supposed to do about that? You know? So, um, looking forward to that. But the last one that I kind of want to hit on is this idea of, I'm never going to be able to forgive because I know I'm not going to be able to forget. Yeah. And you hear this idea or this phrase of forgive and forget, you hear it even in the church as if if you haven't forgotten what happened, that you somehow haven't forgiven. But and I, as I was researching this whole and writing this whole series, I heard some really interesting teachings and thoughts on this whole thing. And and one of them, I, I, this might have been from Lisa Turker's book, but like there's actually nothing in scripture that tells us to forgive and forget. That idea, that concept, and I think probably where that concept maybe came from mm-hmm. is only mentioned in places in like Isaiah and Jeremiah in relation to God uh-huh. forgiving us our sins. And it says, I will remember their sins no more. Mm-hmm. I just have to wonder, is that where people get this idea of I will never, you know, well, God yeah. doesn't remember our sins anymore. Right. And and I've heard, again, I, I heard some different teachings on this and read some different things. And one of them posed um, that like books like Isaiah and Jeremiah, they are poetry. This is a metaphor. So when God says, I remember their sins no more. 
it doesn't actually mean that he loses consciousness of our sins, right. which was very interesting because I'd never heard this before. Okay. It's actually, and the idea posed here was that that's just a metaphor to communicate that God doesn't hold our sins against us. I don't know if that's true, right. but it was an interesting thought, an interesting idea that like this is poetry, this is metaphor. So him saying, I will remember their sins no more doesn't mean he doesn't ever, he has no consciousness of them anymore. I don't know if that's true, but here, at the end of the day, yeah, when people, that's God. There's not God doing that. That's right. not something that we as human beings could or should do. And when people operate from this forgive and forget mentality, they then somehow have to basically act like whatever happened didn't happen. Right. <laughs> and like, like it's kind of this idea of like, we don't talk about it. We just have to pretend like it didn't happen. And when that happens, I think what ends up happening is we just kind of bury those hurts, bury those wounds instead of actually healing from them. And, um, and I know Adam Young was one of the people who talked about this idea of forgive and forget. And he said, and I just thought this, like, you can't really argue this. Like, Jesus is about bringing things into the light. Mm -hmm. And this idea of forgive and forget is about burying things in the darkness. And it's it's honestly almost this kind of like, it's like practicing a form of deception. Mm -hmm. It's like, and that just kind of has the enemy all over it. Like, yeah. that doesn't feel like God. <laughs> and so... I would I would pose and and this is kind of as I read and studied we are actually called to remember our stories and remember the things that have happened to us so that we can actually offer forgiveness that isn't cheap. Yeah. It's not about forgetting what has happened to us. It's about releasing the debt that that person owes. It's about letting God be the judge. It's about releasing bitterness and resentment and anger. That's what forgiveness is. It's not about forgetting the things that have happened. So yeah. I, I thought that was fascinating diving into that idea a little more um, because that is a very common thought is forgive and forget. I'm interested if you have any thoughts on that or just any final thoughts as we sign off today. Yeah, I mean, I think just in case we didn't say it enough, like for, forgiveness is a a process right so the idea of forgive and forget is if it's just this mm. trivial thing to do and I like that like you you know forgiveness isn't cheap right and so yeah um but but forgiveness being a pro forgiving and forgetting is like at the end of that process you know so again using the same example of a couple and one you know you know cheated on the other multiple times five years after their heat as they're healing right Five years later, spouse that was cheated on, hopefully because they've healed and reconciled and done all that, isn't still thinking about that, right? Or mm, person that's been mm -hmm. abused in their adulthood and as they've healed and all, they're not every day thinking about. It's not and like in the forefront of your and, mind, yeah. right? But right, it, right. but but you don't pretend it didn't happen, and it is a part of your story. And the forgive the healing that forgiveness brings is hopefully the even bigger part of your story. And mm -hmm. you know, so it is. It's it's not something that just eat your lunch every day, you know, mm -hmm. um, because so, so maybe in the beginning part of that journey, but yeah, further along, but, to, but it is not mm -hmm. a trivial thing. It's not an easy thing. And it's definitely not a, let's just pretend none of that happened. So I can continue mm -hmm. in this delusion that we'll be okay because I don't want to be uncomfortable, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm, I have to assess that for myself too, because I'm fine to move on, but that doesn't mean I really, forgave, you know, and I have to yeah. pay attention yeah. to that just cause it's like, can we just like be cool? Let's just be cool. Mm -hmm. Let's just move on. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so anyway, but but I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to forever be at the forefront of your mind, but that's that's down the road. You know, yeah. that's not that's not yeah. the forgiveness part. That just is a is a is a fruit of 
yeah. walking in forgiveness, yeah. you know? And that's not forgetting. It's no. just saying, like, this doesn't have a hold on me right. in the way that it did right. a year ago, five years ago. Right. Uh, it's funny because when we were thinking about when my team gathered together to try to come up with kind of a name for this series, mm-hmm. one of the names that came up was uh, some some version of like Let It Go. Yeah. It, or it had the phrase let it go in it. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know why, but I do not like that phrase yeah. when it comes to forgiveness. It it cheapens it and it it has the like, it, it almost sounds kind of like forgive and forget to me. Right. Let it go, let it go, yeah. let it go. Like it's some easy like, oh yeah, I'll just let, <laughs> you know, like that's not what we're talking about right. here. And so, and I love that you even came back to this idea of just, again, we have got to continue to remember the process and, um, and Lisa Tucker said it's in her book that the goal with forgiveness isn't perfection, it's progress. Mm-hmm. And even the most imperfect, messy forgiveness that is filled with hesitation and resistance is better than letting bitterness have its way with your heart. Yes. And so just having immense amounts of grace for yourself as you walk out this process mm-hmm. and remembering that the very fact that you're walking out the process at all is like that's where the glory is yep. and that's where the healing and the peace and all of the things that we want and desire are going to come. Yeah, it's good. So any any final thoughts, Brooke, as we sign off? No, I would just talk seven more hours about all of it. So okay, stop okay. now. <laughs> we got more. We'll we have more to come, yeah. everyone. This is just, again, one of a few episode, yeah, episodes in this series. So we hope that you'll just stick with us in this conversation. And we hope today's episode was helpful for you. As always, if the content in our podcast um, has been beneficial in any way in your life, we would be so grateful. If you'd help us out by rating the show, writing a review wherever you listen, this is what gets our podcast in front of more people. And if you have any thoughts of anything or just or just questions or things that about what we've discussed, please let us know. Reach out to us. Email us at mercytalk at mercymultiplied.com. We love hearing from our listeners. So please let us know anything that we can uh, do for you, how we can support you, pray for you, anything. Uh, and just to find out more about our organization, you can head over to mercymultiplied.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Mercy Multiplied. Thank you guys so much for joining us. 